Hello, and welcome to the Accidental Muralist podcast. My name is Pam Concier. I am the, the solo podcaster here at All Hands Art, and um, yeah, the founder of this podcast, The Accidental Muralist, and allhandsart.com. I've been on a hiatus for a month. I just had too many things going on, and I took a month off, and I am back today with a quick little dispatch. And what I want to do is read to you a little section of something that I wrote recently for a book or a zine or a workbook, I'm not sure yet what it's gonna be, that I've been working on. Um, it's about transitions, about handling transitions with grace, with groundedness, and here is a little section. Here's one reason why life transitions are dreaded, seen as hard, un uncomfortable, traumatic, or disorienting. It's because many of us have lost connection with ourselves. We've invested years in crafting an identity as a loyal partner, a devoted mother, a boss, a star student, an avid partier, the ever-giving do-gooder, or you can insert your own well-honed persona here. And now we're going to become something else, perhaps a single person, an empty nester, a retiree, an entry-level employee, a parent, an entrepreneur. Again, insert your new identity here. We feel untethered. First, I want to tell you that you're not wrong for being how you've been or for losing pieces of yourself. Our society practically demands that we turn away from our natural instincts and instead follow this or that road to so-called happiness and success. You might have bought into the messaging or you might have rebelled against it. Either way, you likely got a bit disconnected from that beautiful infinite self of yours, that soul that links you inextricably to the universe and to all other beings, past and present, human and more than human. I did too. Here are some activities that help me reconnect. Number one, hug a tree. I'm serious, growing up in a Western capitalist country, I was taught to quote unquote appreciate nature as if it's a thing to go and do on vacation or on weekends. My culture also wants me to think of natural resources quote unquote in terms of their monetary value. How much is that choice plot of land worth? How many board feet of lumber could be cut from that ancient redwood and at what market price? My education did not include the indigenous notion of kinship with all of nature. And I'm not just talking about Native American values, although these can be excellent models. It occurred to me only a few years ago that even plain old white folks like me descended from people who were closely connected to the earth. We all did. You just have to trace back to before the spread of the three major monotheistic religions. Our ancestors were all tree-hugging earth worshipers of some sort. So befriend a tree. Give it a lovely name. Talk with it. Listen to it. Touch it. Thank it for the shade, for the fruit or cones it produces, for the brilliant way it communicates underground with other nearby vegetation. This tree is your sibling and one that won't argue with you or steal your favorite shirt. Number two, stand on your head. 
One gift the pandemic gave me was shutting down yoga classes. I loved going to yoga classes, but their disappearance pushed me to take my practice into the privacy of my home, away from eyes of comparison, including my own. No more mirror either, just me and my mat, and if I choose, which I usually don't, an online instructor who can't see me. I love doing silly things on my mat that I would feel super weird doing in front of other people. I undulate my body in delicious waves on hands and knees or in a plank position. I hang out on my back with my legs folded over me, gently twisting my bum side to side. I throw in some Pilates moves that I learned before that class was canceled. I do push-ups because at age 57, they remind me that I can still build strength. And I do actually stand on my head a few times a week. I like the perspective and it tickles me to see that I have better balance and control now than when I was a gymnastics obsessed kid. And here's a little parenthetical note, safety first, little asterisk with the headstand. Chances are that you did not spend as much time upside down in your youth as I did. So you might substitute another physical activity that you loved doing as a child. Standing on your head isn't for everybody. In short, I do things that feel great in my body to care for this lifelong companion and to appreciate all of the things it is capable of. And I do it until I'm done. No timers, no daily reps, no have tos. We are different every day. And when I listen, I can tell what my body wants and needs this time around. We work as a team, my body and me, no longer enemies no longer locked in a taskmaster versus subordinate relationship with my mind playing the cruel demeaning dictator and my body the shamed and shameful container of my not enoughness nope not anymore number three make stuff our dominant culture has some really messed up ideas about creativity here are a couple of them one some people are born creative and others aren't Another one, arts and crafts, quote unquote, are frivolous pastimes to be enjoyed by grade school students and grandmothers. Anyone else wanting to partake in these activities has to either A, be good enough to make lots of money at it, which will validate the time spent, or B, make sure that every household chore and errand and morsel of quote unquote real work is done first. I'm here to say that all of that is bullshit. The truth is that creative work is soul work, and what could be more important than that? Those who preach productivity, 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 I suspect are sadly disconnected from their own creative souls. We can send them healing blessings and get on with our own repair work. Any kind of creative act helps, but look for something that captivates your imagination and stirs up your curiosity. No need to explain why. Then make it a practice, a beautiful, sacred routine that will bring you both bliss and frustration and occasionally boredom. Stick with it. Or if you're really too irritated, take a break and try another creative pursuit. I'm going to stop there for today. There's more because I have more ideas. And this, again, is a work in progress. I just wanted to share a little snippet with you. Um, happy to hear your responses if you have any 
And yeah, I'm other than that, I'm just kind of tiptoeing my way back into my blogging routine and podcasting routine, which is on the 3rd, 13th, and 23rd of each month, if you're signed up for my email list, you will receive something from me in the, in the email. You'll get on the 3rd an article, a written, a written piece that I call words, just to distinguish it from the one on the 13th of each month that will be pictures and from the 23rd of each month, which will be sound, which is usually this podcast, another episode. So if you are not signed up for my email list, I don't know why you should go to allhandsart.com and sign up. And when you're on my website, you can see some other things that are going on and check out my shop. So thank you for listening. Uh, I might, I'm sort of doing this book project on the side with some readers who have stepped up to volunteer. So I'm not sharing too much of it in this space, but I might in coming months. And um, yeah, that's something you can look forward to hopefully emerging into the world at some point. So thanks for listening. I will catch you next time on the Accidental Muralist podcast.